All right, folks, Duke Machado here. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Duke Machado Show. Tonight, we're visiting with Luis Burrola, Jr., and he is the founder of Texit, an organization that's focused on helping President Trump. And we're going to learn really what the purpose is of this group tonight. And I want to welcome our guest, Luis Barola Jr. How are you doing tonight, sir? Good, dude. Well, you know, when, when we first met, you were kind of telling me about your organization and and what your purpose is, but just for the listeners, what are you guys all about at Texit? Well, uh, Texit is a grassroots organization, and so uh, we're here to educate uh, Texan Tejanos um, on conservatism and conservative values. Uh, we are affiliated with the Lexit movement with David and uh, Jesse. Um, so basically, it just comes down to, to going back to to the old school conservative grassroots. And this is like going door to door, uh, educating on Texas history and in politics uh, that we're involved uh, now today. So I know David and I know Jesse. They're both good guys. And uh, I know that they have a strong purpose and theirs is to get Latinos to exit the Democrat party. You're kind of in yeah. li- in line with that, but specifically in Texas, Tejanos. Yes, sir. And so uh, basically what we have is, uh, you know, Texans, you know, we're it, it just overall for the state of Texas. And so, you know, it, it just comes down to if we lose Texas, uh, you know, we're going to have to make up for a lot for the loss of Texas in the elections if, if we don't keep Texas red. And so, you know, my focus is here uh, locally and statewide, you know, and so it covers Texans and Tejanos. And Mm -hmm. Tejanos, it relates to the Hispanic community, Latino community. So I take it you were born in Texas, born and raised? Born and raised. What part? Odessa, Texas. Odessa, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oil field and football. Yes, sir. (laughs) Did you play football? Um, I did when I was younger. Um, can, can, I did, uh, what position? Uh, I was a two technique. Oh, oh, a two technique. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nice. See, I was a center, so I would have I would have gone against you if we were in the same district. But I was in the San Antonio yeah. <laughs> district, and um, we were never good enough to play the Odessa. What are you guys, the Eagles? Uh, no, it's uh, Permian Panthers and the uh, Odessa Broncos. Oh, Broncos. All right. Well, you know, I've always felt like sports and football especially teaches so many lessons. And, you know, uh, it's a good outlet for young people. And in today's world, people are looking for more and more outlets because the world's getting crazy. Now, years ago, I remember we had a national committee woman who would go around. She was Republican, and she would go around and she would show all these charts. And uh, basically what she was doing was saying, look, yes, we are red right now in Texas. We are Republican. But if things continue and if populations continue to increase and these large cities continue to grow and continue to go blue, we could lose Texas. Yeah. 
What's your biggest fear losing Texas, turning blue? Um, just so much of how we've came a long way since, uh, you know, we became a Republican state because before, you know, the 80s, before we, we became a Republican state, we were all a Democratic state. And so, you know, we can all agree on one thing is that the Democratic Party is not the same party as when it was with JFK. And so they've evolved uh, very far left, you know, to socialism and to all kinds of things. But, you know, since, you know, Republicans have taken over, you know, this state has a, a great reputation in, in leading and being the example for the rest of the country. And so that's what Texas focuses on is for us to be the example um, for all organizations out there and, and for the country as well, leading in conservatism. You know, our, our state government is is very uh, Republican, but, but even it is, is transitioning. And, um, you know, there is a strategy. The Democrats have been here, and they, they are trying to turn Texas blue. Um, what's, you know, what's the reason? Why are Latinos being hoodwinked? Uh, man, I, honestly, I think it's more on the lines that, uh, you know, we're— you know, I used to be a, a Democrat, too, and so I know what it is to be on that side. And a lot of the things it has to do with, uh, you know, the media, it has to do with uh, offering free things, uh, saying that they are for the people. You know, and there was this narrative that I was told when I was younger, and even my mother believed it. And so it was the whole thing of that Republicans were for uh, Richard white folks and the democrat party was for us for like minorities hispanics blacks and all that and so this is a generational thing and it's something that needs to be broken and in order for us to do it that i've seen that other organizations aren't doing is going door to door and setting up in the middle of where you know where the people are at and so that's what we're here to do that's awesome it's a good point uh that it does take a personal touch you can't just be social media social media and have no personal contact they i've always said people got to know you care before they care how much you know uh, folks we're going to take a quick break don't go anywhere we'll be right back we're visiting with luis borola jr from texas All right, folks, we're back. Listening to Duke Machado here on the Duke Machado Show. And I've got guest Luis Barola Jr. from Texas on the line. Now, before the break, we were talking about the difference in your group and a lot of other groups is that you're doing like door-to-door, face-to-face uh, outreach. What? Tell me what that's like. Um, so, so far, it's... it's uh we have our information we have door hangers we go you know we'll hang it up if we have a chance you know we knock and they open the door then we'll talk and you know we'll tell them who we are and what we're doing and so you know we have you know that interaction with the different people and so it just it builds uh your character and it, it builds your way of uh communicating with people especially when you're trying to go out and educate because you run across so many different people 
You have people that are, you know, not interested. They're not involved. You have people that are, uh, that think they're liberal, but they're actually more conservative. And then you also have people, the ones that you'll find out that they really are liberal. Like they believe in, in everything that, uh, you know, Socialist Democratic Party is pushing for. Mm-hmm. So it just, it builds you up. So what what kind of info do you have on those door hangers? Uh, on the door hangers, we have uh, we have our name, Texit. We have our uh, our mission statement, and then we have our conservative values and what we believe in. And then we also have our contact information. We have uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and uh, so that's what we have on there. So you're so you're basically out there. You're you're throwing yourselves out. <laughs> it's kind of what it's like, right? You're knocking on doors. You don't really know who you're going to. You're just saying, "Hey, uh, I want to uh, talk to you about something. Get your thoughts on this." I guess you get into debates with them right there on the spot. Yeah, um, that's that's one thing that uh, you know we we uh, we're building our our thing with that because. You know, in order for you to go out and debate, everybody has a special uh, thing that interests them as far as uh, politics. And so, like, for me, uh, it's always been uh, abortion. And so, you know, I have to be ready when it comes to abortion in a moral stance, a religious stance, um, scientifically, you know, biological and all that. And so it, it just it takes all that research and learning and then you know dealing with the questions remembering what they asked you or the things that they bring up and then you build from that you research what what they mean and then you know you find what stances you know you in other words you got to pick uh what you're going to use for the fight so when you're in that moment and you know especially with abortion you know that's some people believe that it's wrong like I do and like most Christians do um, most Republicans believe that it's wrong but you know what if what if they don't believe in God or what if they don't believe in Jesus and they don't have any faith in anything uh, how how do you um, how do you have a conversation with someone who doesn't really have a moral compass well uh, you know usually when when I've came across with uh, folks like that. What it really comes down to is that, you know, those, it's not, Texas is not only just on conservatism, you know, this is our, it's like our ministry. And so we, we also believe in God. That's like the number one value, you know, that we believe in. So uh, at that point, we would uh, pray for them, um, you know, talk to them, invite them to a local church, you know, you know, it's usually a few of us. And so, whatever church, you know, one of the other guys go to or mine, you know, we'll give them an invitation. And then we just, we figure out if, you know, if they're not wanting to to speak on it, then that means that they're not just, they're just turned off all the way around. But more likely they'll either bring in it opinionated or scientifically. And so the majority of the time that I've came across, you know, they're not religiously, um, you know, involved with uh, speaking on abortion, it's scientifically. So there was a point, obviously, where you said, I want to do something. I want to do more. What was that moment for you? Um, well, 
Um, you know, I was involved with a few organizations, um, even with local GOP. And then I've spoken to a lot of, uh, you know, different county GOPs all over Texas. And, you know, I get the same response. They're like, man, we we don't know how to reach out to Hispanics. We want to, you know, and some of them are, you know, they have family that are Hispanic, you know. And so the thing with that is, is that I feel like the reason the GOP has failed to reach the Hispanic community is because they do the very minimum. And so, for example, GOP in our local place here locally, you know, they did an event right next to the uh, to the Coliseum. And so it was, uh, I guess it was Keep Texas Red. And so they, they did it right next to the Coliseum where they were having the 4th of July, or uh, not 4th of July, uh, May 4th, uh, the Cinco de Mayo. Mm-hmm. And so they were hoping that they would get, you know, Hispanics to go over there, but they didn't and you know one of the things that i mentioned is that we have to set up in the middle of where the people are at and so not a lot of people are ready to to be in confrontation or you know even debating or anything but that's what it's going to take well and in the middle of you know i've done that before too and i've been in the middle and what i come to find in in events like that man they're just there to drink they're there to party. They're there to listen to some music. And uh, the, the, no one wants to talk about politics. Latinos, yeah. m- Hispanics, whatever whatever we want to go by. Um, no one wants to talk politics on Cinco de Mayo. And, you know, I find that, that we are, a lot of times, we approach the wrong people. We're... For some reason, we believe that we need to reach people in you know who maybe don't even speak English. I mean, this has kind of been a debate I've had with other people. I think we need to go after the American Latino voter who speaks English and is just not voting yet or or they're they haven't they haven't been convinced that their vote counts. I mean, I, I hear that all the yeah. time. I'm sure you hear that all the time. You know, we, we got to go after what we know we can communicate our message to. And, you know, it has to be more than just a message. We can't just put a message out and expect them to come to us. That's why I, I like what, what you're saying, because, you know, that's that's what it takes. It takes a one-on-one, face-to-face, person-to-person experience where they say, you know what, you're not a bad guy. You're not a bad guy. I'm, I might take a look at that. And that's all you're doing is you're just laying the foundation for, for something. I think that's, that's wonderful. Um, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And then, uh, no, you're, and so, you know, that's the whole thing why we don't, you know, I, the organization has nothing, you know, the name with Republican or MAGA or anything, just because when you see that, you know, the media has made, you know, Republicans, look very bad you know on 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 social media on the you know on the news stations uh, radio stations and all that because they're all uh liberal leaning and so our thing is you go you set up at an event and then they see text it and then they come up to you you know you see shirts you see all kinds of stuff things you can give away and then they ask about it and then you tell them hey we're conservatives this, this and this and then it comes down to look 
we educate them and, and tell them what we are as conservatives and conservative values, and then we show them why we vote Republican. Mm-hmm. You know, and, it, and that's what it comes down to is, is starting from the ground so what kind like give me an example of the type of person who or some stories of some of these breakthroughs are you having breakthroughs yeah we've we've had a, a few we had one uh, uh one guy you know and this is you know usually they'll have to unless we we reach out to them again uh they would have to uh you know, either reach out to us, but I know that there was this one guy, you know, I used to work at the, at the detention center here at the sheriff's office. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's a big time socialist. He, he's, he's full blown socialist. And so, uh, I remember he messaged me, uh, out of nowhere and he just told me, he's like, Hey, you know, cause we've had these conversations and he's like, he's like, Hey brother, he's like, uh, you know, I used to think that, you know, socially you know as a socialist you know giving free health care to people who need it and you know this this and this you know was the right thing to do but then at the at the time it's when venezuela was you know it was being blasted out there in the news stations mm-hmm. and uh you know he saw what it was what socialism was doing and i remember telling him talking to him about it you know facebook messenger we would just go back and forth on the whole socialism and then venezuela happened and you know he was just he messaged me back and he's like hey man he's like i, I started seeing it like this and you know with everything he's like now i know why you uh why you're always preaching on conservatism and so it's kind of like one of those uh, breakthroughs where you plant that seed you might not get to them right then and there but you plant that seed and you hope that somebody else comes and waters it with information or you you know myself you know on facebook or or just messenger or whatever debates and you know it just starts growing from there that's a that's exactly right i've got a, a few things i want to talk about after the break but folks hang in there we're gonna have a, a short break we'll be right back visiting with luis burola jr from texas um a conservative organization here in texas affiliated with lexit and um, the latino exit from the democrat party so a lot going on and uh, don't go anywhere we'll be right back All right, folks, we're back. Listening to Duke Machado here, the Duke Machado Show, and I've got Luis Barola Jr. on the line from Texas. In case you've missed it, we've had some great stories, and he's telling us about what their group is all about and how they're having these breakthroughs and and visiting with people one-on-one. I mean, all that stuff is, I mean, that's the real deal. And, and, And I know because... Here recently, there there have been some things that have been happening in my life, even where, you know, I'm talking to people who I spoke with years and years ago, and they tell me, you know, you'll never believe how much the things that you said to me back then that I still think about. And it made me realize that the words that we say matter, that, that we can impact people a lot of times, even if we don't think we're making any progress, that that people 
are affected by our actions. And so, uh, you know, I commend you. I commend you. What What is it that you guys, uh, what is your goal? What What's your vision? Do you have like a strategy to get so many voters out? Or, I mean, tell me where you're headed with all of it. Yeah, so um, with all that is uh, speaking to people, we do have a system where uh, each individual director uh, we have. Right now we have a director in the Dallas-Fort Worth. We have one in Austin, uh, Amarillo, the Panhandle area, San Antonio, El Paso, and uh, we're working on Houston. And then we also have McAllen in the Rio Grande Valley. And so we have uh, all these uh, – great people you know that that are wanting to do what we're doing and so we have a, a layout where you know we can update who we talk to and so while we're set up out there you know if we're at a Cinco de Mayo fair or uh, you know a carnival whatever it is mm-hmm. the people we interact we also offer them hey would you like to vote you know we'll get you signed up and everything and you know, of course, if they want to, then, we'll, you know, we'll do it for them. And then we'll ask them if, you know, they can write their name down. And so we'll write down the name of the people on our system that we interacted and, and help them sign up to vote. And uh, that way we can keep track. And hopefully at the end of the 2020, you know, we can, you know, turn that into, you know, to the GOP or whoever handles that do, do you feel that the parties that you're working with uh, the counties that you're working with do they seem to be receptive to what you're doing uh well yeah i would say that they you know they're they're working with us and so um you know we we don't directly work with the gops in those counties these are just individuals that are part of texas in those counties Mm-hmm. That they've, you know, they're either involved or, or they were. And so, you know, one thing that I, I always tell, we have a conference call every Friday. You know, I believe communication is key within, you know, the organization. And I tell people all the time that, you know, I, I believe in everything that everybody's doing. I support it. You know, you have these events where, you know, you're invited. And, you know, the majority of the time, it's always like-minded people. And so that's where the GOP is failing and that's why you know we're in risk of turning blue is because when they campaign or do any events like this they'll do the minimum they'll put it on the radio they'll do it in social media and do the event but only like-minded individuals go you know and they're they're stepping away from the grassroots and that's where we come in and you know we hope that you know we turn Texas fully red instead of being purple yeah, you know the Democrats are working. They're out working this, and uh, you know you have to you have to call it like it is. They are out working us because they want it more than we do. Because they know that if they can if they can do what they're planning on doing, it's game over. Now most people know how important Texas is, but you know there's still a lot who who don't know how much hinges nationally on Texas. And, you know, we have a lot of people moving in from, from other states that they're just tired of the liberal policies and things like that. And, you know, I like to encourage new people to come in and they say, don't California my Texas or don't New York my Texas or whatever the phrases are, wherever the people are from. But, you know, we got a good thing going on here. And 
we have uh, a conservative principles. Our economy is booming. People are working. When the Democrats get their way, they cut jobs, they cut industries, they regulate. And, you know, that's not a, that's not a successful pattern. That doesn't put food on my table, you know. Um, what is it that you guys need for your organization? When, when, you, when you meet in your groups, you say, man, we really, we really need this. Well, um, you know, first off, I would like to say that, you know, prayers is, is the most important thing. And then, uh, you know, and then after that, it's, uh, you know, like any other movement, especially with, you know, having door hangers and be able to set up and these fairs and everything, you know, it's it's financial. And so, you know, I've always been the type of person I was brought up to, to work for what I want or what I need. And so it's kind of hard to, to, you know, go out there and be asking for donations. So it's why we, we kind of stepped it up and said, hey, we're going to get shirts, we're going to get all these things, and we're going to start, you know, selling and use that money to reserve, you know, if it's an event that job fair, or, you know, fair, whatever it is. And you know, even job fairs, it, you know, wherever we can set up, we'll set up. Yeah, and that's because Latinos have that entrepreneurial spirit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I want to ask you, I, I like to ask my guests a lot, uh, you know, if you could, if you had a group of young Hispanic students or, you know, in high school or something like that, and you had just a, a minute or two to, to talk to them, uh, to encourage them or to enlighten them on something. What what would you what would you say to them? Well, you know that's uh, one thing that we're we're working on our Texas youth group. But you know, if I had that opportunity, I would I would definitely tell them that uh, you know for them to to keep studying, you know, to educate themselves, uh, to always work hard. Um, you know, keep the values that their parents uh, taught them growing up. You know, the majority of the time, it's it's always conservative values that we have as Hispanics. And so to stay with that, you know, it, I, I would also educate them on, you know, opening their eyes on, on conservative uh, values. And so, you know, if, and I would give them my information, tell them, hey, if you ever need anything, you can call me anytime. Um, and we can talk. And so, you know, it's, it's all about their future. You know, I, I do it for my kids and your kids and, and for our youth, because at the end of the day, one day I'm going to die and it's going to stay to them. And so what a better way to live, you know, a, a childhood, like, like the way I did or you did. Mm-hmm. And, and we have to leave it a better place. We have to uh, allow them to have those freedoms and liberties uh, that we had. So I'll give you a, a, a final statement and we'll wrap our program up, but uh, I'll give you the floor, sir. Okay. Um, well, I just wanted to let everybody know that we have our official kickoff networking mixer in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And uh, you can look that up on uh, Facebook or our Texas page. And uh, it'll be on July 19th. Uh, we're actually having a few guest speakers. Uh, we're having Aaron Reese from the RNHA. He's a Southeastern uh, Region Director. And then they'll have me. And then, of course, Fabian Vasquez Cordova. He's running for District 33. 
uh, in the Tarrant County um, district. So if you're around that area, uh, look up our page on Facebook, Instagram, and we have you know all the information. And we'd love to have everybody to go down there, and, you know, meet us. And so he's the first Hispanic conservative uh, running on the Republican ballot ever on that uh, in that area. So we mm. encourage everybody to that they can donate or or help with uh, you know going door to door. Yeah, helping him out. Well, that's awesome. Hey, I appreciate your time tonight, and thank you for sharing about your group and what you guys are all about and what what you're um, what you're doing for the state and for the country. It's people like you out there doing what you do for free, taking your time away from your family, doing things that no one else is willing to do. Those are the kinds of efforts that are going to keep Texas red. So, hey, Luis, I appreciate you again. Tell uh, David and Jesse, I said, what's up? And we will see. We will see you all uh, again soon. Maybe I'll head my way up to uh, to your event, too. So, hey, folks, you've been listening to the Duke Machado Show. Of course, I'm Duke Machado, and our guest tonight is Luis Barola Jr. from Texas. Thank you all, and have a good evening.